It is party time. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. We're back. We're in Studio 22, or I should say I'm back. Everybody was always here. I just was at home last week. So uh, thanks for bearing with us once again. Hope everybody has uh, had a great weekend and you had a good uh, Memorial Day last week and all that stuff. And so I feel like I've been gone for like a month. I hope everybody's having an incredible Pride Month. I hope you are well lubed. That you're finding enemas half off. Um, I think that the Dodgers are now your favorite baseball team, even though your ass hasn't dodged anything. That's if you're gay. I don't know. I am just saying. I'm just saying. Um, my ass, however, is still pristine. Um, virtually untouched. I mean, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing at this stage. I mean, I came out last week. You saw the video I did where I, I said I, I, I bucked the system. I bucked the system and decided to come out as hetero. I know that everybody else is gay, but you know what? I have to be what I am. That is what God created me to be. Suddenly, suddenly I don't love sodomy anymore. I don't know. Um, but, hey, you guys have a pride month, and we are, we are hammering down on it, man. Um, listen, I want to go on record once again as just reminding you that nobody cares what you do. But this pride month thing, Brandon, this is what I don't understand about the pride month. It's almost like a B-level holiday, right? Like, you got your... You got your uh... <laughs> I'm an ally. <laughs> Which Marvel is very gay. Super gay. Yeah. Um, there are all the all the comic books. You could just read. That's the thing about comic books and cartoons is you could just redraw them as gay. Like they don't have to come out. They don't even have a choice in the matter. Just one day they wake up and you drew them gay. Um, but I don't understand why the community. Uh, these are things I think about. Why are you categorizing and marginalizing yourself when you said you wanted to be just like everybody else? That's what I don't understand. So you got people posting all these videos from these pride events. Uh, you know, Sarah and Alex posted some stuff from one in Dallas this week that I was like, just pissed me off. Like there was no way I could go to that when you've got dildos and these pins, you know, lapel pins and stuff that they said on there, and they're showing them to kids. Like, that's my thing. You want to go out there and let your freak flag fly, go do it. I might come hang with you. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. But, I, but when the kids are there, it's like, I don't think, I told Sarah Gonzalez, I said, I don't think I could be there. I would have been flipping tables. You would have had to bail me out. And, um, but I, it's almost like they've kind of marginalized themselves into some kind of sexual Mardi Gras. And I don't know if that's what you were going for, but I mean, you're like Cinco de Mayo with extra tight mariachi pants at this point. I mean, you're not even Christmas. You're not even an A-level holiday. You don't have any jingle bells anymore. You've cut them off. Uh, you've, produced, you've produced a B-level holiday. You really have. And if you want to be thought of as equal, you've done the actual opposite of that. Uh, you say you want to be like everybody else, but then again, everybody else is, you know, everybody else isn't out there wearing leather thongs and fishnets and swinging their dongs in front of everybody from Jesus to the preschooler. So I don't know. It's just, I saw the video and it's like, you know what? It's just not the same to me. Not the same to me. Speaking of things that are not the same, let's get into the big news that matters, guys. Let's get into the real big news that matters. Now, what do you think would be the top thing that I want to talk about here? Here, here it is. Here it is, Brandon. And uh, we, got, we got Brandon, we got Kenzie, we got Kayla. I love you, Kayla. <laughs> we brought her back for Pride Month. I <laughs> I'll let y'all fight it out over there. <laughs> The fun, the, the most fun story that I came across, I can't find it here, 
is the fact that Sam Brenton, who used to be in charge of getting rid of uh, America's nuclear waste, uh, was a part of the Biden administration, has been arrested now for the third time. Sam Brenton was the one who dressed up like the leather dog and was into all that kind of pansexual fetish stuff. Um, And then um, was this dude right here. Like, I don't even recognize him because he doesn't have his mustache and his lipstick on. And he's not wearing a cocktail dress. But, you know, he's the guy who kept stealing everybody's luggage from the airport. He was the uh, he was the former senior Department of Energy official. He posted bond on Thursday, released from jail. Um, Yeah, dude, uh, he was caught stealing luggage again. And I, I said on the show before, what happens is I think this guy has he's got a beer budget and champagne taste and he wants to see what's in ladies bags. I mean, he's he's definitely a kleptomaniac. That's, oh, no doubt he's a klepto. He's got a problem. He's now, a do klepto. You think, do you think he got into cross-dressing before or after he was stealing luggage? I, dude, I'm thinking that's why he started stealing the luggage yeah. was because he wanted to just see. It was like Christmas. Like, <laughs> let me see whose panties are in this bag. <laughs> and, you know, the dresses. But what's crazy is, you know, the one of the times is there was like this fashion designer who said, that's my freaking stuff. One of a kind. Like, yep. that's my shit. I made that. It was in my bag. The bag came up missing, and now he's out wearing it at a at a ball. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny that this guy's going to a ball, um, <laughs> but a gala event, whatever you want to call it, he's doing all this stuff. And so they caught him again, and he's been in trouble. And I don't know, man. I I'm just I, I, that's a weird dude. I thought that was a funny story because this guy at this stage in the game, he's a he's a, just going to be a fugitive from justice. They ought to remake that old um, Harrison Ford, Tommy Lee Jones movie, The Fugitive, and, and have Sam Brenton running through the woods and heels. I want every doghouse, outhouse, <laughs> everything. <laughs> <I want laughs> and he's just running through the woods, you know. Tommy Lee Jones chasing his ass. Ah. Well, I'll tell you this, the agency, the agency that uh, came up with the Dylan Mulvaney Bud Light campaign, uh, they are scrambling. They're in a lot of trouble. That is a mess. Bud Light has now lost $27 billion over this debacle. It's a mess. And I told you guys last week that they're going to be just fine. Anheuser-Busch is going to be just fine. Uh, because, again, they'll, they'll get bailed out, and eventually they'll, you know, and, again, they own half the beer brands that are out there in the world anyway. So it's, it's like everything. You can't escape it. It's like products made in China. You can't escape it. Um, and so Anheuser-Busch will be just fine. If you've if you got the ability to short some stock, you might go uh, find the ticker symbol BUD and, uh, you know, uh, short some stock because it's going to go down for a little while. That's a fact. And um, you'll be you'll be OK. There might make a little money off that whole deal because God knows they're losing money. But uh, here we are, man. They are scrambling. So I'm just thinking that that marketing firm, uh, which is um, Captive 8, the number 8, Captive 8 out of California, um, I'm thinking they're not going to be putting this debacle on their resume when they start trying to campaign for new gigs. But um, $27 billion, that's a lot of money. Uh, Over the weekend, I actually did a Google search. Uh, I do these things while I'm sitting on the toilet, and I wanted to see how many countries 
have a smaller budget, annual budget. There's a lot of countries out there. There's a lot of countries that don't spend $27 billion a year. Yeah. And Bud Light, poof, there it goes. It's and, just gone. And I mean, like, the ad agency should, like, you are not good at your jobs. Like, yeah, you should be panicking. You've, you're responsible for one of the biggest marketing blunders of the modern, yeah. like, yeah. the modern era. But again, there's no accountability, right? So that's yeah. the world we live in, and that's uh, that's what we get. I mean, you if you are a picture of failure, they reward you. That's the society we live in. For instance, former Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot just got a teaching gig at Harvard. Imagine, imagine <laughs> paying for a Harvard education. And you show up to class, and it's being taught by um, a Star Wars character <laughs> with butthole eyes. Uh, Lori Lightfoot is teaching your class. Uh, this Minshall program at Harvard says it offers a rare opportunity for those who have recently served in top-level positions in government. Uh, multilateral institutions, nonprofit organizations, and journalism to spend time at the school mentoring and teaching students who aspire to similar roles. Lightfoot will hold regular office hours to meet with students, faculty, and staff during your time on campus. I mean, if you want to talk about how to create a downward spiral of society and turn your city into an abject shithole, then I'm thinking that's the that, like that's a course on what not to do. That, that is a master's level cautionary tale. I mean, honestly, the course should be how to fail up. <laughs> she turned being like uh, objectively one of the worst mayors we've ever had. And Harvard was like, hey, you know what? You want to come teach our dumb students? Well, let, let's, let's look at the objects of failure that are out there. Jen Psaki. Jen Psaki, who was probably the worst White House press secretary we've ever had. I don't know. Karine Jean-Pierre is pretty damn bad. Yeah, she's, she's horrific. But Jim, Jean, uh, uh, Jen Psaki... Now they're paying her however many millions of dollars. Look at AOC. I bet you AOC can't even make a good Manhattan. As a bartender, I bet she can't even make an old-fashioned. But there she is in Congress, and she's one of those powerful people up there. So anyway, oh, my gosh, we got to go to a break already. Ah, my friends, I can't believe the dire headlines that we're facing in the world today. Sam Brenton is stealing clothes. And uh, Lori Lightfoot's teaching at Harvard. These things are scary times we're living in. Everywhere you look, things are falling apart. That's why the smartest investment that you can make right now, besides shorting bud stock, uh, is to make sure that your family's food supply is secure. Now, the reality is you might not be able to find food when the next disaster strikes. Grocery stores will be empty because roads will be closed. Trucks won't be able to make the deliveries. What happens when you need emergency food? in full supply well it's not going to be there so i urge you to grab a three-month emergency food kit from my patriot supply the nation's largest preparedness company when you order today you'll save two hundred dollars on each kit you need so having these kits means your family will stay fed while others stand in food lines so don't delay order your three-month emergency food kit today get one for every member of the family and save two hundred dollars per kit it's easy to order go to preparewithchad.com you get fast free discreet shipping and you need to do it right now or you will regret it tomorrow that's preparewithchad.com and we'll be right back (laughs) 
Uh, listen, a couple of things I want you guys to do for me. Please go to where podcasts are offered. Leave a rating and review. Five stars because that's what we deserve. And then leave a review. Leave a review. It helps us in our vanity rankings. We need it. So preferably go over to Apple Podcasts and uh, go to my show and the show page and just scroll down a little ways. You'll see where you can do it. It's quick, simple, and easy. Doesn't cost you a thing. 30 seconds of your time. We love you. Um, the other thing is go to uh, chadpratherlive.com and see where I'm going to be. I'm in Abilene Thursday night. You can't come to that one. Nope, can't because it's a sold-out show. And then going to be in Lawton, Oklahoma on Friday night. I think there's a couple of tickets left for the Vasca Theater. And then we're in Arlington at Arlington Music Hall. Once again, this is the Buck Wild Comedy Tour. Somebody asked me yesterday, they said, can I bring my 17-year-old daughter to that show? And I was like, absolutely not. Listen, if the drag shows aren't kid-friendly, neither is the Buckwild Comedy Tour. If, you're, if, if a live show is your first introduction to Dustin Sims, Jesse Payton, and Zach Rushing, oh, don't come. Don't come. <laughs> don't come. This is for mature audiences only. I can't control what those guys say, and we do not believe in censorship whatsoever. Uh, I am the mild Sunday school teacher of the bunch, but still. No, no, no. Uh, speaking of kids getting exposed to things, let me let me just go on record. I posted on Twitter yesterday about this uh, superintendent of schools in Atasca, Texas, who just got busted, got arrested. He was trying to have a relationship with, I think, a 15-year-old girl. Uh, weird stuff. I won't even get into the conversation. I posted it on my Twitter. You can follow it and go find it at WatchChad. Now, I, I am fair game. If you are messing with kids, it's the wood chipper for you, okay? I don't care. I don't care if you're swinging your dong out at a drag show. I don't care if you're a Sunday school teacher. I don't care if you're an educator. I don't care who you are. If you're a Boy Scout leader, if you're messing with kids, Boom. You need to be eradicated from society. I'll let you draw your own interpretations and conclusions on that. So I posted this thing. And of course, all of the all of the progressive re-rees, the trolls on Twitter had to come and start immediately start talking about, oh, the biggest place where you should never take kids to church. Once again, let me remind you that that is categorically untrue. If you want to know where the biggest place a person can potentially be uh, sexually molested or even uh, have inappropriate things happen to them, it's in a public school. It's in a, it's in a school. That is a statistical fact. And I can read those statistics off to you, but it's, it's mind-blowing, and then you're going to send me messages telling me why I'm wrong, and just trust me like usual, I'm not. So if you put your kids out in public these days, it, it, it's, it, has in, it has invaded all parts of our society. But here's the thing. When you guys on Twitter want to send me these stories of some youth pastor or some educators, you're always sending me the stories of where these men have been arrested. We busted them. They got busted. And if by chance you're out there and you have this nefarious intention of having some type of inappropriate relationship with an underage kid, stop, because you are about to ruin your life. You're about to be ostracized from society and probably be put in prison where some very horrendous things are going to be done to you. So if you're just ready to end your life, that's one thing. But if you think you're above the law and you won't get caught, you are going to get caught. You're going to get caught, and praise God that you're going to get caught. But these people keep sending me the mugshots and, and the arrest records. We know, because these are people who are doing it in the dark. I'm not saying 
that when you take a kid to a drag show, it is identically the same as someone having sexual intercourse or raping a child. That I, I've never said that. But the results are still barbaric and horrendous in terms of what that child is being exposed to. You are forever etching certain things in that child's mind that should not be there. What happened to just maintaining innocence? Let's just keep our kids innocent as long as we possibly can. That's all I'm asking you to do. That's all I'm asking you to do. So people send me the pictures and the videos of these drag queens, and there's you know little kids handing dollar bills over to the drag queens. More people sent me more videos this weekend, and it just really pisses me off when I see this. You say, well, that's not the same as somebody having a sexual relationship with a 14-year-old. I'm not saying that it is the same. These are apples and oranges. Both of them should be banned from society. Both of them have their own very specific and legitimate reasons why they shouldn't be happening, okay? But again, while those things are happening in your schools, in your churches, in your scouts, in your sports, while those things are happening in the dark, you're actually encouraging and promoting things to happen in the light. And not only, not only make it okay, but to actually celebrate it and then expect corporate America to come behind you and, and promote it as well. And I'm sorry, I, for one, am just not okay with that simply because for no, if for no other reason, I could go down the list of reasons, but if for no other reason, I just want kids to be kept innocent as long as possible. We live in a fucked up world, man. We really do. And why, why in the world do we want to just inundate our kids, their impressionable minds, with this nonsense? Why? why? Is it okay to take a kid to a strip club? Yes or no? Is it okay? to take a child to a strip club. I'm going to contend that most of you are going to say, no, it's not okay. Why? Because they have a young, impressionable mind, and there's no reason to put them in a, in a place where it's going to sexualize that mind. And it, it, you just shouldn't do it. So why do it at all? Why even do it on an elemental level? Why do that? So take your kids out in public. This is what we're dealing with. And I want you to play a clip for me, Kayla. Uh, if you will, play sot number one. Now this is a school, and the kids are prancing through the rainbow field here, waving the rainbow flags, wearing the rainbow stuff, and I'm going, why? <laughs> why? Okay, so you, you want them to be able to accept everybody. Well, can I make the argument that that's not the way to do that? I mean, I, I, you know, <laughs> I've told you before, I, I have a daughter. She works for a very woke company. And she's a performer. She works around a lot of people who are from a lot of different backgrounds, a lot of different lifestyles. And when they toured through Texas, I saw her, took her to dinner in Fort Worth. And as I was dropping her back off at her hotel, she said, she said, you can't come in. <laughs> she said, because you can't talk to anybody that I work with. And I said, why? And she said, you know why? And I said, no, I really don't. And she said, I don't want you saying anything and offending them. I said, who do you think I am? Now, again, I come on my show and I give you my opinion because that's my job. That's what I do. I tell you, you have the choice to tune in here. I don't come to your house and start yelling to you on your front porch. You have the choice to tune into this show. You can turn it off anytime you want. But you make the choice to listen to my opinion on these things, and that's what I give you. So 
I do a little bit of moralizing on here. That's okay. You don't have to listen to it. You don't have to believe it. Believe in it. A lot of people say, Chad, I don't agree with you on everything. And you know what? We get along just fine. But I said to her, I said, do you really think that I would go in there and just stop bombarding your friends <laughs> on the basis of what they may choose with their, you know, ideology, their philosophy, their, their you know, their life narrative or their sexuality or orientation, persuasion? I said, you have a kind, open heart, don't you? I said, who do you think, who do you think raised you? I mean, who, where do you think you got that from? Your mother has a kind, open heart. Not towards me, but <laughs> I have a kind, open heart. I don't, I don't have a problem. I, so I said, you know, understand. I just want to make sure people, I would never look at somebody in their face and say that your choice in your life is wrong. Now, if you ask me, uh, maybe what am I doing that could be leading towards destruction? Well, hell, the first thing that I'm going to look at is not going to be your sexuality. I, I'm going I'm to look at all kinds of things that are going on in your life if you truly want me to show it. That's like somebody saying, hey, what's the recipe for success? Well, I'm going to show you the different roadblocks that are in your life that maybe are hindering you from that. But again, I don't go around just offering out business tips. I'm not Stephen Covey here. I'm not giving you seven habits for successful people on all this stuff I, I mean i'm just not doing that kind of thing so you know it's amazing i'm just saying protect kids let's keep them innocent as long as we can if you're not gonna take if you're not gonna take i mean don't send your kid and listen that goes all the way for sending your kid to harvard to listen to Lori lightfoot i mean if you got any influence over your kids don't let them go to that class um but uh no i don't know man i i just I think that you can, for the most part, agree with me that, uh, that there's certain things I don't want kids seeing. I don't want them exposed to. Now, should I put the fake picture up from Bass Pro Shops real quick. Now, this is not a real picture. Some people sent this to me, and we fact-checked it. That's not a real picture. Bass Pro Shops <laughs> and the rainbow all over the place, you know, the pride section. What I loved about this picture is in the back, there's a Bass Pro Shop big banner back there on that, on that board, and underneath it says... Um, whatever you're fishing for <laughs> the, the, the quote i saw with that when i looked it up was yes pro shops yes yeah which I thought was pretty good. but it's funny you sent that to me to check because i went to it and it was under this lgbt meme subreddit yeah where they were specifically making these to try and trap like conservative pundits all month so score one for us in that regard well i see this stuff and i i, I try not to jump to conclusions i mean i've been fooled before yeah. with stuff i try not to jump to conclusions and say oh look bass pro shops went woke um i mean at this stage of the game you, you could say that about a lot of different companies and probably be damn accurate you know i saw a tweet from bucky's our gas station taj mahal here in texas and well, all over the country now all over the south and and their deal was they said no we're not changing our logo for prime <laughs> i mean they are a they are a beaver their logo um maybe if they put two beavers on there <laughs> two beavers and a pair of scissors oh yeah <laughs> shut up kayla all right cleaning guns is one of those necessary hassles in life personally i don't like doing it um i, I gotta really make myself go do it because it's a it's a dirty job but you gotta do it i don't like using the patches they're inefficient i don't like using the rope element you know the boar snake or whatever because it's got that two color pattern and it can hide dirt so you don't know if it's clean or not so fortunately i found a much better solution at uh, barrel buddy 
And Barrel Buddy compresses to fill the interior of your gun's barrel and it makes sure to uh, clean the rifling grooves. It comes in seven different sizes to match any caliber firearm. Barrel Buddy is composed of polymers that don't leave behind residual particles, so it's safer as well. And it cleans by scrubbing and collecting the particulates. It absorbs any remaining residue. It buffs the interior surface clean. You can even lubricate your firearm while you are cleaning it. So cleaning your gun is a really important step in being a responsible gun owner. And Barrel Buddy is a totally new concept and a better way to take care of your firearm. So get some today. I guarantee you will love them. Go to BarrelBuddy.com. That's BarrelBuddy.com. We'll be right back. You guys remember a couple of years back, we came out with a song called He's Still Your President. And I, I think it's my number one or number two streaming song even to this day. And if you remember the guy I did that song with, wrote that thing and performed it with, my buddy Ryan Weaver. Hanging out. What's, what's, up? Up? what's, what's up? up? Man, thanks for having me back. It's good to see you, man. I missed you, man. I did. It's been a minute. It has. It's, it's been, been a minute. We're so busy. It seems like it was just yesterday that I was sitting here, but. I know. Yeah. I know. We That's crazy been, lives. I don't know. Two, I'd rather be busy ago. than broke. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We did that song, You Still Your President. That's a fun and funny song. Boy, it triggered a lot of people. Oh, man. It got you kicked off Twitter, didn't it? Yep. I posted, it was my second, so I couldn't get any traction. I was trying to, you know, figure it out. And uh, my own tweets, I was just, since someone told me when we get on Twitter, you know, retweet other people's tweets and stuff, because I was trying to figure it out. And the second tweet that I ever posted of my own yeah, was that, was that music video, and they banned me. Yeah. I, I got deleted. Ryan, for those of you, and I'm sure many of you are already following him, but you can follow him at Ryan Weaver Country on Instagram. Um, he's a patriot. He's a veteran. Uh, we'll get into his story more. I want, I want you on overtime either this week or next week. We'll sit around and talk about some of that stuff. It's a fascinating story. But singer-songwriter based in Nashville, um, out there all over the country doing fun stuff. And, I, dude, are you running into a lot of the woke BS when it comes to the music? stuff are you dealing with a lot of that or do you just are you able to avoid a lot of it I, I mean for me as an independent artist just like you know you we yeah. have the capabilities of of putting ourselves out there and and outside the box finding trying to find success outside the box and i've been fortunate in that regard however uh nashville looks at me as a military guy first before they look at me as an artist and the conservative side of things right now i mean you got the jason audience of the world that are actually speaking out which is great you know, you're getting to see these larger names that really have the power to say what they want to um, but guys like me who are still not traveling in the top 40 world yeah. um yeah it's uh you, you get to definitely see the censorship and people just i mean they just look at you differently isn't that funny how they, they see oh he's a veteran he's got to be one of those people man and the thing is i don't i don't understand it i mean you get at the national level you're touring in arenas you're doing the biggest things and you've done it without a record deal or a song on the radio you would think that somebody would look at that and say you know there's something special going on here because he was able to do it without our help what can we do to to support them? And I know that there are a lot of other great record labels and and whatnot that do support yeah. uh, veteran artists as well. So hopefully, I don't know. I mean, I, honestly, I've gotten to this point without it, but um, yeah. Don't you wish somebody could at some point in time in your career just come along and make it a little bit easier? Man, let me tell you something. Everybody I deal with that shit all the time, oh, dude. Yeah. 
You, you, well, you know, a lot of folks out there, they have to know that every song that you've heard on the radio is because somebody came in with millions of dollars behind that artist yeah. uh, to support them. And the record labels don't spend that money anymore. So no. investors and different folks like that. But I've had several people that have come into my life to support me uh, along the way that have helped me get, get where I am now. And I'm extremely grateful for them. Yeah. And a lot of those artists, it's surprising. Uh, the people that have become household names, a lot of them came from maybe personal money family money money. (laughs) yeah you know daddy's daddy's money that kind of thing or they had somebody that came along some company that uh and again it's not to diminish their talent i mean there's some you can right diminish their talent um but they just had somebody put all the stuff in the right places for them it ain't, it ain't like, you know, Loretta Lynn who had stuffed a bunch of records and took them to the radio stations the right and way. traveled all over Tennessee trying to get people to play her song. And radio doesn't work that way anymore. No. You know that. No. It doesn't work that way at all. And you can't make money off of songwriting anymore. Nope. Nope. Uh, you can stream a song a million times and Point, make 67 cents. Point zero zero seven cents a stream or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So, like, I gave up at this stage in the game going in the record studio, and I just, I'm doing this deal with Based Records, which is a new non-woke record label out of Nashville. My buddy Chris Wallen, who's a multi, multi-platinum songwriter, I mean, dude has written, he's a hit machine, and every now and then he'll mention a song, like, um, what is it, Kenny Chesney's, we were having dinner, and he's talking about, yeah, when I wrote, you know, got crazy, got a little crazy last night, I was like, yeah, yeah. you wrote that song? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah. and I was like, dude. It's crazy, these guys. You know, Ira Dean, Jeffrey oh, yeah. Steele, all these guys. I mean, it, the songs that are on the radio, we were just talking about Daryl Worley, the stuff yeah. he's done with guys like Wynn Varbles. Oh, yeah. I mean, all these guys that you don't even know, these songwriters behind them, and these guys are just talented, talented guys. So we're doing this project together, and it's like we want to create something that you just can't cancel. Right. And so I'm excited because it's going to give me an opportunity to kind of piss people off. Yeah. And put stuff out there. You know what's crazy is that I have a song with Jeffrey Steele. I have a song with Wynn Varble and my Celebrate America EP that I did with professional bull riders. Right. Everybody that you're talking about right now, I don't have anything with Ira Dean yet, but yeah, I mean these there are so many patriots, there's so many people that think and think the way that we do. Yeah. And and the thing is that it's not even a political thing. It's just about saving America. It's about being proud of this country. They all think the same way that we do. And they are you're talking about guys that are in a country music hall of fame for songwriting yeah. that are being canceled. Or they and or they're being the doors are being shut on them. Well, that's what we said was how many people are out there that have this encyclopedia of songs that are incredible songs that'll never see the light of day. Right. Because the the labels won't let it out. They like they don't even want to pitch them. Oh yeah. And you got Aaron Lewis, who you know, again, Ira Dean, Jeffrey Steele, right? Am I the only one? Right. He sells eighty one million of those. That's more than he did with Stained. All the songs put together. Yeah, it's great. So there's an audience for it. Absolutely. But you would say think these these woke ass producers and labels would wake up to that. But again, I used to say when I was out in Hollywood, I say it's not about blue, it's not about red, it's about green. Oh yeah, but they don't believe that. Well, when I first came into town, uh, Wayne Halper, he was the mm-hmm. the COO of Capitol Records when Garth Brooks took off. He was a he turned into a scumbag lawyer and was just taking advantage of independent artists. But he's standing <laughs> on stage, and but he gave me the best advice, two pieces of advice that I I remember to this day, and it's, and I and I followed them religiously. There are two things: Nashville is not about talent. Because you can make anyone sound great and you can make them look talented. Trust me, that's the truth. Regardless of whether they can sing, it's who you know and how much money you have. And 
there are a thousand people that come to Nashville a day with a guitar and a dream mm -hmm. and a thousand people that leave Nashville every single day with an empty guitar case because they had to sell the guitar to get home because yeah. they didn't learn about the music business. And like you said, it's all about green. If you can't figure out how to sell yourself as a marketable product, uh, it, it really doesn't matter. If you can't put meat in seats, if, if you can't sell yourself as something people want to buy, that's all they care about. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine this? I'm doing 28 arena tours, Madison Square Garden, T-Mobile. I replaced Steven Tyler at the World Finals in Las Vegas at T-Mobile Arena as the headliner on Saturday night. Never had a record deal, never had a song on the radio. Nobody knew who I was. Did 28 arena tours, and I won't name the name of the company because I don't want to get absolutely destroyed, but... <laughs> They couldn't figure out how to book me in shows outside of those arenas, mm. even in the cities. They couldn't even say, hey, we got this this guy who's, who, not all my songs are patriotic. Some of them are fun. They're rocking their 80s. Sure. But they couldn't figure out how to book me because they all, even with them trying to book me, they looked at me as a military guy before they looked at me as an artist who was touring arenas. I mean, I was the only entertainment at these arenas. Madison Square Garden in 2018. No song on the radio, no management. Who has ever done that in the history of country music? Wild. And, and they couldn't figure out how to book me. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe I don't have what sells. I don't know. Like, I mean, it, it's working well, I, pretty good with us. I deal, I, deal with it, I deal with it now on the comedy side of things. There's a lot of venues out there that just won't book me anymore because they're just like, well, we don't want to deal with it anymore. Uh, you know? And it got easy for them after the pandemic crap, after right. the shutdowns, because then they came back and they're like, excuse. well, we've, we've seen how to exist being shut down. We don't have to be successful anymore. We can just keep going right. on and do what we want to do and stay politically however we are. And we don't have to put, as you said, meat in the seats because they keep getting subsidized. Right. And bought out and all these things. So it's a weird world we're living in, dude. So we can go off on a total tangent about I don't understand how people people are having so much of a problem finding people to work right now. Yeah. So how are people paying bills? Well, you just said it right there. Yeah. There's, there's ways around it. And that's why these companies out there can do their crap. They can market all this Pride Month stuff and they can they can put Dylan Mulvaney as a, as a spokesperson for a deal or whatever. And they're fine because they know even those big companies are going to get bailed out. Yep. There's people bigger than them that are mm -hmm. willing to bail them out. Just like the guy that's the head of BlackRock says, you know, we're going to kind of force their behavior. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's insane, dude. So, so much insanity out there. Bro, right it's insane. You're living in Nashville, right? Yep. Yeah, you're Franklin, still there. Franklin, just south of town. Franklin. Love that town. That's where all the celebs are. Well, I'm not... I mean, I'm I'm probably living in a different part of town than celebs are, but, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. What's crazy is how many like Hollywood celebs are there now. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of land outs. I mean, Franklin is actually a really big small town. Yeah. It's just spread out all over the place, and they have the they have the big properties and the hilltops and that kind of stuff. And yeah, I don't, beautiful. I'm working on it. It's beautiful. Oh, it is. I'll be in Nashville a lot more these upcoming days because of this deal. I got to go sit in this room and pretend like I know what I'm doing with these multi-platinum songwriters, and, and I'm gonna be calling. I'm gonna be calling you and be like, "Hey, man, come to this. Come to this no, writing." I love room. your humi your humility. No, we, dude, we, I am. we just had a conversation I, in your truck. I'm, you know exactly how this business goes, dude. <laughs> I'm, I, I learn every day. That is one thing I could tell people. For any piece of advice I could give anybody, no matter where you are in life, be teachable. My God, oh, be yeah. teachable. Because this this. I was talking to Chris Wallen today on the phone, and and he texted me. He he gave me this great analogy. He said the music industry in Nashville right now is like, um, uh, he said because you you don't have to know how to cook to be able to eat your entire life, yeah. right? So now you have people that uh, that know how to cook 
being told what to do by the people who eat. Right. And and it's like they don't want to take advice from the people who are cooking the food they're eating. Right. And that's what's happening. You have this establishment that's looking at these songwriters. They're the chefs and going, no, we're not going to do that. We're, not, we're just going to serve up slop. And the thing is, and they make it work. Yeah, and the thing is, they, they. I mean, you can't have music without the guys that are actually crea- yeah. creating what you're eating. I mean, you have Luke Bryan rhyming the word "up" with "up," you know, yeah. which yeah. is that I mean, ain't songwriting. Eminem, Eminem did it geniusly. I mean, let's just <laughs> let's just let's just throw that out there. But I mean, yeah, yeah. But his was impromptu. Oh, yeah. So anyway, good all right, stuff. let's take a break. Talk about some, talk some more about this stuff. Hey, uh, you guys have heard me sing the praises of this all natural supplement called Liver Health Formula. I love it. It will help rejuvenate your liver. It will reignite your metabolism. It will burn fat. It'll boost energy. It'll fight a fatty liver, which is affecting over a hundred million Americans. And the good folks over there that make that product also put together a short presentation that. There's four warning signs of a damaged or fatty liver. And warning sign number two is one you need to check out because it's downright scary. You can watch the free presentation and learn more about your liver health right now if you head over to checkyourliver.com slash chad. Again, checkyourliver.com slash chad. We'll be right back. So if you go over to my Instagram, which is at Watch Chad, it's growing like crazy right now. We're doing some very specific fun things over there. But, um, you know, six months ago, I was so shadow banned. I mean, you would have to type in every single letter of Watch Chad before they would. And then they would say, do you really want to go to this page? Or if you tried to share something to your Instagram story, they would ask you, did you want to do it? Stupid. You today just got busted. What happened? Well, the largest post that I have on my Instagram with millions of views is J.P. Sears when he he was talking about dudes that thought they could have periods and get right. pregnant. We're not millions upon millions of views on that thing. That's My page right now is blowing up with people that have not seen uh, So you got the reach on there. You can get those insights. My reach is all non-followers. It's not even the my, my 95,000. But yeah, I posted today um, on Graham Allen's page. I commented on his page saying, because he posted about that pride parade where the dude has got a, he's hanging up on a cross or, or uh, an X and another guy's smacking his butt. And I said, anybody yeah. that sexually char- targets children, uh, they deserve to be hung up by their jumblies. And it's uh, <laughs> my dad used to yeah. call him, but um, and my brother too. But yeah, I said, I said, anybody who does that sick, anyone who goes after children is sick. Uh, you were, you know, we, we talk about this often. We all have the same perspective. I don't know why anyone else would think any differently. So I posted, I, I mean, I said, there should be repercussions for people targeting, sexually targeting children. And it wasn't up for 30 seconds without. All of a sudden, I couldn't send. You know how you get your, yeah. this comments being taken down. There's a screenshot. Get, of there it is right a there. screenshot right there. Yep. Anyway, they <laughs> they took it down, and I have seven total violations for the entire lifespan of my account. Seven total violations. This one is now the seventh, and they're saying that they're going to delete my account based That's off of true. saying what everyone is thinking and what is the real thing hang you not like i'm gonna jumblies. be able to hang anybody by their jumblies and that's what i'm i'm not saying they, there should be repercussions just we like were, we were riding we went out to dinner last night cj and i and we, I was, we were laughing about that because i was like you know you see how fast they can create captions for your video if you want i mean they they're they're determining they're people are like oh man they don't know what all you're saying in that video yeah they do oh yeah they got algorithms their ai is so tight dude they know everything you're saying 
and and when it takes a while to post that video, they're not determining. It's not taking them a long time. It's taking them a long time to think about right. if they even want it up. Right. That's what they're doing. And these social media deals, man, these algorithms are insane. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And it, you know, for me, one of the things that I'm known for is standing toe to toe with anybody that can't pr- provide contextual factual arguments sure. about anything no logic it's all an emotional argument um and then trying to justify the things that are completely abnormal in society as in and as an artist there's there are two completely different sides of my my platform it's the political uh military support hero support obviously with my 21 years in the military prior to i'm going to continue fighting for the things that we all believe in in this country and saving this country and fighting for the things that we believe this country should be have that side and then you have the music side and if i post anything political on my page if i post anything that is controversial the engagement is off the charts. If I post anything about events like we were just at and spoke at the Great American Summit or any of my concerts or whatever it may be, it's it's squash. There's nothing. I get nothing from it. So yeah. it's been tough because I got, you know, partner brands and, you know, with like Rockwell Watches and uh, Grit Gear Apparel, those all my partner brands, I'll post stuff about that because that's how I make a living as an artist. I don't make it through the music sure. necessarily. Yeah. Um, but that stuff gets squashed. So it's it's, it's crazy how it's completely <clears throat> backwards as to what it should be. I, I hate it. I hate it. And, and, you know, free speech, it's either free or it ain't. Right. And I saw Elon Musk on Twitter was talking about it this morning and last night about, oh, we're going to start judging it based on this and this. No, no, it's either free or it ain't. What, what, did, we, what did you come into this program or it, into this company saying you were going to do? Exactly. You know? don't, don't start giving us parameters now, right, dude. Right. Don't don't start doing all that stuff. Yeah. So you were in town. I, we I, I came into town. We spoke uh, Barb Allen and uh, Dave Brown at their Great American Summit. Mm. That's a good event. Oh, man. Let me Dallas. tell you something. It was um, they're growing it. It's their second year ever, uh, second year in Dallas, the Dallas area. Uh, a lot of folks came to the event thinking it was going to be a political event. It was really about the things that we need to do as Americans to save this country, the things that we care about. And uh, we, there were, I, mean, I had multiple folks after the fact, because you were so busy, you, you came in and spoke. And was, I was there every yeah. day. Yeah. I got to watch you speak, was incredibly inspired. And I know I'm not kissing your ass here, but I'm, you, you know, we, 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 we talked about that, but um, <laughs> so many great speakers but uh, everything that we were talking about was what you and I care about and every single person that's watching your your show cares about is saving this country and make and, and the things that we believe yeah. in as Americans that that are right for America um, had folks coming up to me afterwards saying I was thinking this is what I was getting into and I was pleasantly surprised that it wasn't a red or blue uh, conversation right. it was an American conversation that is red white and blue yeah. and uh, it was it was incredible I, I don't know if you had a good time but I sure did I had a good time um, my uh, my talk was very red <laughs> Well, I'll give it, it went, that. But. It, it, it went that way because I, my point was I, I looked at that audience and I wanted to, I talked to them about critical thinking. Of course. Because we don't do it anymore. Right. And that's my thing. I, so I talked about critical thinking. But no, they, the whole deal, everybody was good. It was a great event. I love Barb and Dave. And, oh, my you know, Barb's been on the show a couple of times. I've been on her show. and. Anthony Russo, they, they they put in a lot of work. They do, they do. And Martha Krychek, she's Martha, Kry- yeah. Krychy, she has a, a, I get her name back, last name wrong. She and I are starting off a podcast together. Cool. I'm, I'm super excited about that. There's so much positive energy at that uh, that event, and I hope that I hope that a lot of folks that are that are watching this will really get on board and start supporting that because the grassroots movement 
at the parental level, at the the community level of getting out to your communities. Right. Um, you know, with Patriots United is another organization we were talking about. I talked about at the event. All these organizations out there are starting to figure out that we as conservatives and we as patriots that love this country really need to start getting out there and affecting communities where we are because that's really where we're affected most a lot of us are focused on this gigantic over you know this picture that you're seeing in the mainstream media and whatnot and then you don't realize that your whole school board is doing everything that they can to absolutely destroy your child's future which is uh, you know what a lot of a lot of the conversation we had at the great american summit was about that Let's go to a break. So we got a couple, got a minute or so uh, before we're done. But uh, I want you to hang around. I want you to get on overtime. We're going to sit. We're going to talk. I want you to tell your story. You've done it, but it's been a few years since you've been on the show. Mm-hmm. And I want you to really tell your story because it's a powerful one. And um, and uh, if you want overtime, you've got to be a subscriber to the Blaze, or it's going to be a while before you get to see this. So blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad um, and uh, sign up. But I, I want to get into that. That's great conversation time and so anyway uh we got this cool we got this cool new partner here at the show called jace medical and they got the jace case and I, as soon as i got it i man I, I went in there and i became a customer it's pretty cool uh so jace medical they've, they've got the jace case and they've got a thing called jace daily it's prescription medicine supply service that allows you to get up to a 12-month backup supply of your prescription medication in case of an emergency so as we've talked about most of our medication is made in China and India. Something goes bad, guess what? They're keeping that for themselves. So if if you need to cover your medications, uh, let's say you got cholesterol, diabetes, heart health issues, blood pressure, mental health, a whole lot more, they they're going to help you. So it's an ultimate deal. Uh, your family needs to be on this for their pre- preparedness plan. So uh, they will. Your order will be reviewed by a certified healthcare professional. It will be delivered right to your door. I recently spoke to Sean Rowland, who founded Jace Medical, and he explained it to me that being prepared medically is much more than just having access to antibiotics and things like that. Especially when you, you learn that all of your medications are produced overseas. So he said the peace of mind gained by having this kind of long term supply of your vital medications can't be over stated so for your sake and your family's sake you need to be prepared go to jacemedical.com enter code chad i spell it chad at checkout for a discount on your order that's promo code chad j-a-s-e medical.com and we'll be right back Don't let Ryan Weaver get shut down on Instagram. Go follow him. Tell the powers that be that the uh, that it's okay if they he hangs them by their jumblies. Uh, <laughs> at Ryan Weaver Country. That's on Instagram. You're not on Twitter. He's not on there. So don't even go follow him on there. Yeah, you can go to ryanweaver.net for the rest of my social media stuff. But yeah. You got any stuff coming up? You got any? I got a concert, Prescott, Arizona. We're Grant, we're honoring the Grand Mountain Hot Shots. It's our 20th anniversary of that whole thing happening. If you haven't seen Only the Brave, you want to watch it. Uh, and then with the Warrior Shield Foundation down in Orlando, September 9th, open up for Ray Lynn uh, for a concert down there, and I'll be the keynote speaker for that as well. So, Look at we'll, you. Yeah. See, good. that's the beauty. You, you're, 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 you're a double threat, triple threat. You do it singing, songing, songwriting. You got the speaking thing. It's good. I try to man i mean it's you know how it is we well you're the same thing you're talking about i don't have the comedian part of it but i got i mean you you do the motivational speaking comedian (laughs) artist all that kind of stuff so yeah we got to do what we got to do here's what we'll do we'll we'll tape an overtime together and then we'll go to dinner and drink a bunch of tequila and the the comedian will come out i've seen it that's oh i've seen i've seen it oh the comedian me oh yeah the comedian. well my wife says so but i don't know about that (laughs) 
No, I uh, I appreciate you guys, um, and we'll get in some more stories tomorrow Tuesday. Uh, I think I think we got another special guest coming in uh, tomorrow, so. I, w- I won't spoil it because she may not be here tomorrow. She might be here Wednesday. We'll see how it goes. But uh, go to chatpraytherlive.com and get some tickets. Uh, the big ones that I'm concerned about, Biloxi, Mississippi, with Zach Rushing and me, uh, that thing is selling quick. So if you're anywhere in South Mississippi or, you know, eastern Louisiana or western Alabama, get tickets for that thing. It's going to be a packed show. And then Beaumont, Texas uh, is going to be June 24th at the Jefferson Theater. ChadPraytherLive.com has all of the theater. That's a big room. That's like 2,400 seats. Goodness, you talking man. about meeting the seats, Can I come dude? open for you? Come on, <laughs> dude. Come on. That's a bunch of people. So uh, get your tickets and come hang out with us, and uh, it's going to be good stuff. And then this weekend, of course, we've got our weekend of, of shows going it's a busy time, man. It's good to be alive. Yep. It's good to be alive. I'm thinking about being gay. I don't know. I think it'd be easier I'm, sometimes. I'm not. But You're I, not thinking I, about it? Nope. I, I mean, it's, it, even as cute as you are, no, I'm not. I know, dude. I, I just, <laughs> it might be easier, but I think it might be painful. All right, guys, don't forget to subscribe to Blaze. We'll see you tomorrow. I love you. God bless you. Bye. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs>